This is a podcast from Minute Media. And let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals show brought to you by fansided.com. You go ahead, head on over there. You can go to the Bengals side and you can catch all of my blogs. Go to the stripehype.com as well. Same place, same time. Sorry, so, 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 so sorry to keep you guys waiting. It's just an absolute disaster and we can get into it because it's a comical disaster. But today, kind of like the Bengals on Sunday, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I got a very, very special guest with me. What somebody that I've really gotten to know very well over the past a couple of a uh, couple of months, uh, the captain of our stripe squad, uh, Mr. Brad Borchers. Brad, thank you so much for hopping on, man. Yeah, no problem, Josh. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I gotta say that is a beautiful. Beautiful Bengals vintage sweater right there. Thank it's you. Gorgeous. Thank you. E- I, I shouldn't reveal my secrets. eBay, though. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to get in bidding wars because usually there are no, uh, no no bids. Right. On, yeah. On these things. You. <laughs> You're going to have to start fighting with me now because now <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. All yeah, right, Brad. So- medium. <laughs> All right, Brad, so I want to start talking about your fandom and where it all started. So how did you become a fan of the Bengals? When did this all, when did this all happen? Well, uh, you know, uh, born and raised just north in Dayton area, so just north of Cincinnati. And uh, I'm a child of the 80s. Um, there you go. So uh, I was a little too young to know the 81 team, so I just, I just know that from fo- folklore and, and – um, you know, stories, but, uh, the 88 team, uh, you know, I remember very well. I remember the, the, the drive for the Super Bowl and the, and the SWAT team and the icky shuffle. And, you know, when let's say I was a third grader, so nine, 10 years old, you know, eight, nine years old, whatever, uh, you, you just, it sticks with you. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, um, Pretty pretty fond memories, but uh, I kept my fandom, and it actually grew during the 90s, believe it or not, uh, <laughs> probably because I got a lot of free tickets to games. <laughs> <laughs> brutal, man. That's brutal. Uh, uh, but one of my best early Bengals memories of actually being in Old Riverfront was Jeff Blake's first start against the Cowboys. There you and, go. Uh, if, if there's any older listeners on there, that, that was a hell of a loss. But, it, it, you know. We all thought we turned the corner that day, and well, we're still waiting to turn that. <laughs> Absolutely, Brad. So I just wanted to make sure the Bengals first knew how well versed you were in Bengals, and and how how deeply entrenched you are. So let's talk about how you and I met here a little bit. I want to talk about your involvement with the Stripe Squad. So how did you hear about it right away, and then and then how did you get involved? What was your first thoughts? I, honestly, I, I I saw it on on Twitter. I think. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I saw the posting and I was like, oh, that that's pretty cool. Um, they made it sound more a little bit more of a, an ambassador for for the fans than than what we actually do. But that's OK. I, I love what we do. Um, but I, I know I had to. Uh, play it correctly because, I'm you know, I'm I'm, I'm married. So <laughs> it, it was one of those things. I asked my wife if I could buy season tickets this year and she said no. No, 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 no. And I said, well, how about if I get paid to, to go to the games and, and I do something for the Bengals? She said, if you can get a job with the Bengals that you like, go for it. So uh, I, I, I tried out, and I don't know if on any of your previous shows you talked about the rigors of 
of the Stripe Squad trial. The tough tryout, man. It was brutal. <laughs> it turned out it was basically like CYO because uh, I think everybody got offered a position. <laughs> everybody made it. Everybody made it. Not everybody lasted, though. So we started out with, what, 20, 25 members. Now we're down to seven, eight. Uh, after Sunday, we'll be down to nine, including the flag guys. That's right. Including the flag guys, we'll be down to nine. Right. How have you enjoyed being in Stripe Squad? No, I love it. I love yeah. it. It, it, may, it. And I'm a little longer in the tooth than the rest of you guys, but uh, <laughs> but it makes me feel young. I I have fun with you guys, and yeah, it it it's good to uh to talk with other fans that that really care, right? And visiting the you know the tailgates of people that actually that really care, mm-hmm. and you know it wasn't a good showing you know cincinnati did not do the team a solid but the fans that do show up they're good fans oh yeah um, they were they were they were loud i don't think another 15,000 people could have made it any louder cuz they're fringe fans anyways they right, they yeah. were they they were loud and the ones oh, yeah. that the ones that do show up do a great job but you know cincinnati you you want to be a pro uh, a pro city and in a first-rate city, you got to show up, especially right. when the team's seven and four. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I remember I remember that conversation you and I had because we were in the same section, and then that section gets really rowdy, and I love it. Uh, but in the third quarter, when we made the sack, uh, when it was twenty-two twenty-four, you made a comment to me and said, "Like this is the loudest I've heard this stadium this year yet." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I have to agree. Like the stadium is rocking." And we made a comment at the beginning of the game, like, "There is not enough fans here." Like there's, there's, there is a lot of grain, you know, it, it, and if you don't think the Blackburns and the Brown family notice that they, they do. Mm-hmm. And they are loyal. They're as loyal as we're going to be loyal to them. Right. Um, I don't want to be doom and gloom on, on, on the podcast, but mm. come, come on people. Yeah. You, know, right, you, exactly. you, you can get a ticket for 50 bucks to see an NFL game. Mm. Enjoy it. And, right. and enjoy the youth that this team has. They are exciting. The game didn't turn out how we wanted it, but there were tons of exciting plays. Um, the because of the Stripe Squad and because of everything Elizabeth Blackburn's doing for the game in-game experience is way more family friendly than it was five years ago. Mm-hmm, you, right, you know, yeah. I I took my son; he was I don't know six and nineteen mm-hmm. to the Buccaneers game, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, this is kind of shady," and we had. Mm-hmm. We weren't in the canopy. We were in a good section and, and all of that. But now, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to get my family to a game um, because it's so much friendlier. Right. Everything is so much more under control. It, it's, it's really a nice experience for everyone. Yeah, man. We, I, and with you, like how you say, just you, you have a blast, man. I have a blast as well. But uh, so let, I, I hate to keep going doom and gloom here, but let's talk about the game here. So, Brad, the clock hit zero. I, I want to get. What was your immediate reaction to the, to this loss here? Oh, yeah, we started talking because the game the game was decided before the clocks hit zero. It, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't a typical NFL game for the season. Yep. But my, we were talking about it, and first thing was we're not ready for success. Mm-hmm. We're we're not yep. ready to be it. We're not mm-hmm. ready to be the 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 top guy. And I've I've been racking my brain about it. Uh, knowing that we were going to talk about that that subject tonight, and the only thing I can think of is we got all these young dudes that came from top notch 
programs where they could take a week off and practice and still go out and win by 30 points. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if it's a mental hurdle or whatever with these guys, but you know, I I'd love to know how last week's practice went because yeah. they weren't, they, they were, they were stale. Yeah. Um, and you know, hats off to ZT in uh, his presser. He, he fell on the sword and he yeah. said, this was the worst I've ever been. And and that's saying something. <laughs> right. Yeah, it really is. It, it year really one is. of ZT was bad. So, yeah. you, you know, it, w- w- good thing it wasn't flexed. That, yes, that was, a, that, was a, that was another thought I had. I was like, oh, thank God it wasn't flexed because we'll never get flexed again. You 100%. know, 100%. Sparse crowd, insufficient product on the field. And, uh, you know, but, hey, you know, we were all doom and gloom after Jets and, and Browns, and then they bounced back and had two of their best performances of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there's no reason to think that they can't do it again. Right, exactly. A- absolutely, 100%. I, I, I'm in complete agreement with you. And, and one of the things that, you know, really, really you know, just stuck with us, and we, we both said it, the game was decided on that Joe Mixon fumble. Because even as unprepared as the Bengals were, as banged up as they were, they were driving in to win the game and mix and fumbles the ball for a scoop and score. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, do you think that that was the, that was the deciding factor? Yeah. In the game? Oh yeah. That, that, and, um, I said it in the first half and I have witnesses going for two after the T Higgins yes. touchdown was uh, that also led me to the, okay, we're not ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was you a know. horrible decision, I think. I, I we, we both talked about it. It's just like, why are you why are we going for two here? It's 24. That's a football number. It's not like you have to get an eight here. Yeah. It, it's your seven. You know, it it's the first half. Get get your seven because yeah. if you don't get if you get it great, whatever whatever. Yeah. The the math is in your favor, but you always gotta play devil's advocate and every kind of strategy I've seen on football and I'm not very well versed in the game and Zach Taylor's forgotten more than I know um <laughs> for for sure um but I've always heard you don't you don't chase points until you absolutely have to when you're oh, counting how many possessions you could get that are left in the game and right it's the start of the second quarter it, it yeah right it, exactly y- you know we, we got the ball back it was 24 to 6 uh, and and we punted, and then we got it back again on 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 the on the interception that he he wasn't down by contact, but that no, we can talk about that later. No. Um, but man, twenty four to nine, you, you still feel way out of it. But twenty four to ten, okay, two scores, two right, exactly. easy e- easy score, and we're getting the ball first. Mm-hmm. And and there's too much that can happen with turnovers and and miss kicks and. This, that, and the other thing to to leave a point out on the field, and then to to not have the right personnel group, burn a timeout, and then get a penalty, and you're just like, I mentioned the '90s. I felt like I was back in the '90s. I yeah. mean, I mean, we don't use the bun word, and and I get that, um, but it it, it had that Dave Shula. Uh, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, feel to yeah. it, and. It and and this and the other thing I saw in the game, this was the first time I saw Joey B really get frustrated and show it on the field. He mm-hmm. he was mad 
mad at that yeah. two-point conversion, not having him and Mixon were mad as hell. And I, yeah. I don't blame him. Um, he, he was mad that they didn't get that final playoff before half. Oh, you know, yeah. the, the clock management was, was terrible. And then I saw him get up on Joe, uh, Jamar um, mm-hmm. right before he threw his last interception in the end zone, you know, that, you know, so everything was that it was just stale and mm-hmm. it wasn't ready for prime time. And what everybody thought was the biggest, biggest game of the year. Now, now yeah. we're behind the Chargers, we don't have the tiebreaker. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're looking at six seed if we don't catch the Ravens. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So so you, you mentioned Joe Burrow. I, I want to talk about him because I was listening to uh, Tony Pike on ESPN uh, Cincy 360 today, and he, and he made a comment, and it stuck with me for a little bit, and I wanted to bring it up to you. Are we giving Joe Burrow too much of a pass? Because what he's done for the city, and we we love Joe Burrow, and he I want him to be our guy for the next 10 years. I still take him over Herbert. But do you think we're still giving him too much of a pass? He's losing the, he's lost the ball 18 times this year. He's got 14 interceptions. Even uh one of our best listeners, Russ Blackthorne, he he mentions that Burrow's just maybe not there. Do you think that we're giving Burrow too much of a pass? Um Yes, but there's an asterisk. Um, yeah. He hasn't had an off season. Yeah, he got drafted during COVID, so he didn't get a regular rookie mini camp, all that. And I know Herbert didn't, mm. and 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 this that, and all, all the rookies in his class didn't get that. I get that, but they all got a real off season following 2020. Mm-hmm. JB was in rehab. Yeah, so you know, I I, I want to see the jump from next year. And then, then we can start talking. I mean, I want to see the jump from next year when uh, he has a full off season. Do, does he invite T and Jamar and, and, and CJ and Tyler out to Athens and, and they and they work on routes for you know eight hours a day um, right. and get really get their timing in sync and then go paint Athens red or you know do they all go off amongst the, around the the country and do their own thing. I, I think this off season it, it is Joe, it, all that it factor. He doesn't want to lose. He, you know, this, that, and the other thing, Joe, Joe tough that it, it will be put up and shut up. Cause if we don't, if we don't get reports that, that he's out with, with Jamar and Tyler yeah. and, and T and, and, and uh-huh. CJ in the off season and, and, and Joe, and they're working on their timing and, yep you know, how much air he needs to put under his deep balls with each of these guys. Cause they, they've never had that. They've never had that yeah. off season together. Right. Um, th- that is the, 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 the telling sign. He, he hasn't had an off season to really work on the craft of being an NFL yeah. quarterback yet. So yes, we give him too much of a pass because he says all the right things. He has the look, you know, South right. Ohio boy, all, all that well deserved, but right. you also have to put it through the glasses or through the lens that he hasn't had an off season yet. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a great point. That's one that I didn't really that I didn't really like click yet until you mentioned it. Joe Burrow hasn't had an off season. He got drafted during COVID, and then he's got to he's got to be rehabbing the entire off season. Hell, we didn't even know if he was going to be ready for Week One. He did, but we all did, and that was still up in the air. He didn't so have a, a preseason. 
Right, exactly. So he didn't even have a preseason. So, but it's it's something that, and I think it's because we all do pinpoint him as the savior of the franchise. I still think he is, and I think you can still be a Joe Burrow guy and still trust in him and still love him and still be critical of him too, because he does lead. He does lead in interceptions with fourteen. He's got to tidy that up, and he's got eighteen turnovers, and it's it's killed. It's killed the Bengals in games. Mm-hmm. Bears game. Bears game. Bears game. Packers game, Jets game, you can even throw in there. You can throw in the Jets game, then th- this game. Yeah, yes. I mean, can. I mean, the, I mean, the nail in the coffin turnover was mixing. Yeah. But th- that last interception in the end zone, I, I, I guess that was the third and the fourth nail. I mean, yeah. I, I, we would need Lapham here to to discuss how many nails, but it, damn, it was damn. definitely. I, I mean, pull the plug on the game was was yes. that last interception, and and. Every quarterback has rotten luck. He's had some real rotten luck with some of his picks. I mean, come yeah. on, Jamar. <laughs> yeah, dude that 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 was that was a bad one. That, that was a bad one. And that and that goes back to the point of the Bengals have a really hard time starting the game off with their best game, and they've been able to do that against inferior talent and win. Now that we're at the back half of this schedule, you got the Niners. You got the Chiefs. You got the Ravens again. You got the Browns again, which even though they're struggling and decimated with injuries, they still beat us, you know, 45-7 at home. We got to go to Cleveland. They, they took us to the woodshed. Yeah. Um, our personnel doesn't match up well, well with them. No. But our personnel matches up fantastic against Baltimore, and that's why we took them to the woodshed. The, right. the, the Baltimore game on the 26th is going to be huge. It's going to be um, huge. It might be for everything. Yeah, it, it, it really especially if if we win Sunday, and Sunday is a monumental test because w- what has been our biggest weakness is, is zone blocking and, and stretch runs. What are the mm-hmm. 49ers good at? Zone blocking and stretch runs. Yes. So, you know, come it's on, Lou. Test. Come on, Lou. Uh, yeah. Dial something up. And, and here's the thing. Now we know Lou can do it. Done it. He, he, yeah, right. We we have been in the prepared to win and blew people away. I mean, it's now called the Lou Anarumo uh, blueprint on how to stop Lamar Jackson. Everybody's yeah. watching that Bengals tape, and okay, this is how we do it. And Lamar yeah. hasn't been the same since that game. No, he hasn't. Oh, I want to I want to float something out to you. I, I just want to get your your point. It's again something I heard on uh, ES or on uh, Cincy three sixty. And it was a comment that was made, and they said that it's almost like the AFC North has figured out Lamar, but the rest of the NFL still hasn't. What do you think of when I say something like that? I think so, but, I mean, they, they've been pedestrian. Uh, Lamar yeah. didn't even start start the, the, the Bears win. They, right. they, were, they were lights out against the Chiefs. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when have we seen the real Lamar Jackson just – Superman game. He hasn't had that many of them this year, and it hasn't I would say just... he's had a he had the court he had a quarter against uh, the Colts. I would say he had okay. a quarter against the Colts. That's what I'll say. But yeah. the rest of the game, he looked he looked pedestrian. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So you, 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 you know, I still don't like his throwing motion. People say, "Oh, no. he's learning out." He... No, I agree. I agree. You can't keep you know, doing that over and over t- again. Yeah. Tim Tim Tebow was working on his throwing motion too. I mean, Lamar yeah. Jackson's way better than Tim Tebow, but it, 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 it's the same. It, it's the same kind of thing. It, mm-hmm. 
you, mm-hmm. you yeah. see it. I, I'm no expert, but I take Burrow's motion. I'll take Herbert's motion. Yeah. I'll even take Baker's motion over Lamar Jackson's motion. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's the longevity in the league, and it's, as the season goes on, are you going to get figured out? And uh, the Bengals, we we've talked about this before plenty of times. The Bengals did the did the past two drafts defensively. They did it for they did it for one reason. They did it to stop Lamar, and they drafted exactly that. One of those guys they picked up is Logan Wilson, and with him out now, and uh, we got George Kittle coming in. I see that as a massive, massive mismatch. I think we're going to be feeling Logan Wilson's absence really badly on Sunday. Uh, uh, I'll go back. That, that you know, what are you going to dial up, Lou? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, these are the cards. Why we had Logan Wilson on special teams is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> what are, what are we doing? I have no I have no idea. And a lot of people commented back. I, I tweeted that out, and a lot of people commented back. Oh, by the way, a lot of my tweets are, are Brad content. He just lets me use it, which is great. I just want to say some of the tweets I say, a lot of it come out of Brad's mouth. But one of the but this one was mine. I said, you know, why why and you know why in shit hell is Logan Wilson out there? Somebody said that. Marcus Bailey is, is banged up and he couldn't be out there. I was like, okay, oh no. all right, all right. Oh, oh God, oh God, get out there. But send anybody out. Send anybody uh, out. There. Send another safety out. It, it, send Auden Tate out there for God. Put Auden Tate out there for God's sakes. He's not doing anything. Put him out there. He, I don't think he dressed, did he? He hasn't been I, dressing. I, don't I honestly don't know. But that brings up the point of then how. How hurt are the Bengals if Logan Wilson has to be out there on special teams? And now he's gone. Yeah. He's out. How, so how long I, is he out? Do you know? I, I, well, I, I uh, the last tweet I texted or uh, checked, I believe it was either Schefter or uh, Pelissero, but they said he's going to be out for multiple weeks. So it, it's going to be it's going to be multiple weeks. This is a this is a big miss because yeah, he is our leading tackler. He's the play call. He's basically the quarterback of the defense. He mm-hmm. is. And now we've lost them for multiple weeks, the most and, important weeks of the season. And we've been thin at linebacker all year. Thin, thin, razor thin. I 100% agree. So, in order, so now we got to, so what do you think we got to do in terms of offensively and defensively against the uh, 49ers to get the W? Well, uh, it, it, it's got to be a time of possession game like the Raiders. Yep. Um, yep. But that all hinges on. Uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but the absence of Riley Reef mm-hmm. was obvious. We we were down two starters for that Chargers game, and Joe Mixon had what sixty yards. Yeah, against one mm-hmm. of the worst running defenses in the league. Terrible. So, um, everybody who bashed the Bengals for their offensive line um, signings, uh, it. Riley Reef is the real deal, and mm-hmm. Sunday is proof that that he was the real deal. And yeah. uh, you know, rub some dirt on it, big boy, yeah. and, and, and get out there. We 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 need you. Do you think Reef saw that game and was like, okay, I can't be hurt. Like if I'm hurt, I have to be like like yeah. hurt. Like, yeah, are you hurt? Are you hurt? Are you hurt? Or are you injured? And right. we've all heard mm-hmm. the differences. And if he's mm-hmm. hurt. You got to play, you know, man. Yeah, rub some ointment on it and get the hell out there. Um, you know, and yeah. I, 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 
who am I? I'm, I'm, I'm six feet and 200 pounds. <laughs> stripe squad. It's stripe yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah. Man. You, you know, uh, um, but he, he's in a different tax bracket than me. So I, I guess I can, <laughs> I, 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 I can say these things. I, that is the expectation is for him to play. Um, no, I, I don't know what they're going to do at linebacker. Uh, I mean, not just for the 49ers, but, um, moving forward for the rest rest of the season. Yeah. Um but did did you see if the playoffs started today, the AFC bracket today? Uh, we go to Baltimore. We go to Baltimore, but did you see who is on the other side of the bracket? New England, San Diego and Kansas City on one side and then it it would be the Hoodays, the Ravens, the depleted Titans and the really depleted Bills. Oh. Sign, sign me up for that right I'll take now. That. I'll take stop, that right stop now. the count. <laughs> I, 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 I would like the, the the flip the three and the six, and Baltimore come to our house. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think our boys are are too scared of going. You know, going east to Baltimore and yeah. you know, forty one sixteen still fresh on their lips. So mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, sign me up right now. It, 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 if that holds, yes, 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 yes. Because I don't want Cleveland to sneak in as the seven. No. And, and nobody has any faith. I mean, we think we're hurting right now. Holy cow. Mm. As soon as uh, Henry went out for Tennessee, that, that was it. That was it, man. Stick a nail in their, their, their season. Um, yeah. But, yeah, sign me up right now. Yeah, and I definitely don't. I don't want to play the Patriots. I don't want to play the Chiefs in the playoffs. I, I, I'd rather well, play in the regular season and then – I don't want to play the Chargers again. No, and I, I saw that on Twitter. I'll give us another shot at the Chargers. I was like, were he at the same game I was? <laughs> I, I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> no but I mean, you're gonna have to get through either New England or Kansas City. There, mm-hmm. there, there's no way around it. So right. let them beat the piss out of each other in yep. in, in the divisional round. Yeah, you know, and come in wounded, a wounded victory. I mean, the right side of the bracket without the buy is the easy side of the bracket right now. Mm-hmm. Clearly, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it's going to hold because I think Kansas City is going to find a way into that, th- you know, two or three seed. Yeah, right. And and what Bill Belichick is doing, my God, it's insane. Three passes last night. Three. Three. Now everybody was saying how amazing like his like mind was in that game. It's just like, well, I mean, it's more or less he's it's a wind tunnel there, and like it's like okay, you didn't throw it, and it, the run game is working. So yeah, I mean, I would I would I wouldn't have thrown it. Yeah, I, I feel like anybody yeah. could stop that. Don't get me wrong, fantastic coach, six yep. super six yep. Super Bowls, or uh, you saying. know, and eight eight when you count as two with with the Giants, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're running it down their throats. Their de- their defense is just as depleted, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a monsoon and win with a rookie quarterback who has never been in anything like that because he's from the South. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it was working. So he, oh, this is working. I'm not going <laughs> to stop doing what's working. I, you know, but – the village idiot can, can, can do that as well. So, right. you know, but Even since it's, it, 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 
Even Marvin Lewis. I think I think he could have figured that out. Um, what What about uh, Freddie Kitchens? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's smart enough. I don't. I don't think Freddie Kitchens can do that. I don't think he can do that. The I want to do thing, what? Oh, go ahead. What? The best thing to do is to mention to a Browns fan that they had Belichick. Best thing to do. <laughs> So when people are like, get rid of ZT, let's make sure we give him one. Let's be 100% sure. Because mm-hmm. Bel- Belichick was young, handsome guy when he was, uh, when, he was mm-hmm. with the, when he was with the Browns, and they let him go a year early. Mm-hmm. 100% correct. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yep. No, yeah. And I think you and I have talked about it. We're on board with Zach Taylor. Like, okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, done, he's done quite a bit. For the, he's done enough for the locker room. His play calling's gotten better. You've seen him have good gains of play calling. His schemes usually match up, and his teams fight all the way to the end. Again, when we started down 24-0, this team got back to 22-24 with a chance to take the lead, too. They should have taken the lead. They should have taken the lead till the fumble. I mean, even if we got stacked up, we would have kicked the field goal, and it would have gone in. So I I like Zach. I'm all for Zach. I want to talk about one more player here. Uh, I think we need to talk about Jesse Bates because that has just been a topic of conversation that has been just keeps getting floated around of, of did the Bengals make the right decision signing him or, or, or uh, not extending him or should they have extended him earlier? But now we're kind of seeing the Bengals not extending him has, has been good financially, I guess. But his the Jesse Bates' play has. has yeah, it, it, is he head tripping out, out, out there? And. Yeah, you know, since he hasn't gotten his big payday yet and his mm-hmm. big signing bonus yet, and which mm-hmm. is the only guaranteed money in the NFL unless you're Kirk Cousins, um, <laughs> you, you you know, it, it, is he taking that half step off? You know, because mm-hmm. Mama has to eat. You know, um, yeah. but. Is his market value going to be as great? Because he's not one this year. He's not one of the best safeties in the league, and they're going to oh, be able yeah. to get him at discount. But is he always going to? Is he going to become mm-hmm. a malcontent? Right, right, yeah, exactly. You know, and historically yeah. with the Bengals, I don't know if you remember Carl Pickens. They didn't extend him. Then he 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 was off, and he became a malcontent. Yep, Corey Dillon. Yep. Carlos Dunlop. Mm-hmm. Careful, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, the, the Bengals have done some right moves they have. in personnel recently. They have, yes. I, I, I mean, heart bleeds for Carl Lawson. Right move. It was the right move. The heart it, it doesn't bleed for, for, for William Jackson the third. No. Right move. Blew that move out of the water. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah, he saw he's struggling in Washington right now. You know, so yeah, are, that's are, a tough are, situation. Are, are, you know, are they seeing something? Is Duke Tobin seeing something on film with Jesse Bates that that we're not? Mm-hmm. Right, one hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 so interesting because Joe got extended, Joe Mix got extended, and Sam Hubbard got extended. And we've seen both of them have are having very, very good seasons. I mean, Joe Mixon minus last game. They've both been playing very, very well. And I wonder if Jesse Bates is looking at that. And he's getting a little envious, a little jealous of that. And now that it's it's messing with his head. I, I agree with you. So 
hopefully the Bengals tread lightly with that. I don't know if they're going to franchise tag him, but if I was them, that's what I would do. I would no, I, I, really, because then 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 you're dealing with it, and if it is a if it is a head block that he's so you're saying sign hurt. him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good give point. A, give him a give him a quality offer, and mm-hmm. if it's a decent Mason top five to seven paid safeties in the league and he says no you you sure as hell leaked that information like hey he was ranked in the bottom half of the league last year and we're still wanting to pay him top 10 money mm-hmm. then that's a good point you know it, it the franchise doesn't have enough currency yet with the fan base for us to trust everything they're doing they're they're earning it they are earning. They've, had, they've had a couple of good drafts in a row. The 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 stink of holding on to Marvin, um, two seasons too long, and a lot of the Marvin guys two or three years too long. That that's starting to fade away because what Zach and and, and Duke are doing, they're they're in two step a lot. Yeah. You know, um, the only one they've whiffed on recently that's really coming to mind is Carmen, and 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 he's still. It's not a complete dud yet. Yeah, yeah. He well, he, I think I think well, he started to get better during the year. He suffered that back injury. I think they're just trying not to rush him out there. But now, I mean, now that we're towards a playoff push and we're starting to get thin, and Isaiah Prince looked very, very below average uh, in Riley's position. It's maybe time to start putting Carmen out there and, and let's mm-hmm. you know rub well, some dirt on it. The- yeah, rub, rub some dirt on it and Cincinnati own and yeah, you know, let's go. Let, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So let's talk about this team in general here, and then I want to hit you with some stripe squad questions after. All right. But one, but one of the questions that I have for for just this team here, when out of all the AFC North, and you're thinking about teams when they play their best ball. So all the teams playing their best ball, who's the best team in the AFC North? It's us. It's, it a, it's the Bengals. It's one hundred percent the Bengals. I agree. It, the 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 turd we laid. Uh, you don't whip the Steelers twice. You don't go into Baltimore and push them around. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And truth, and I, and I I can hear Browns going. Well, we came into Cincinnati and the Jets game, and but we've all had stinkers. The only right. team in the AFC North not to struggle with the Lions is the Cincinnati Bengals. That's correct. Okay. Let's put that. Justin Tucker had to break a record for for the Lions to escape. You know, mm-hmm. I I think I was fourth on the depth chart for the Lions at quarterback when the Browns played them in, in that boil. crappy weather. And then you know the Mason Rudolphs. Um, they <laughs> the Steelers stopped them. That was, we went into Detroit and we're like, no kids, yeah. grown men are playing today, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, so the the common opponents when no when we're playing our best football, we get guys like Drew Brees saying we're the mm-hmm. most complete team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we 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 get guys like Phil Simms saying watching Joe Burrow is like watching Joe Montana. They, mm-hmm. they do not say that about the Steelers right now. Nope. They say, oh, Mike Tomlin, Tomlin, crafty Mike Tomlin came up with a game plan and the Steelers gutted their way to a win. 
Mm-hmm. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, um, what Harbaugh is doing in Baltimore is, is fantastic because they're more injury riddled than us. But mm-hmm. you know, the, the the book's out on Lamar, it at is. least in the North. It is one hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I think I, I'm in agreement with it. It's us. Yeah, and you know, I'd rather have Joe Burrow than an insurance salesman at quarterback. One hundred percent. I think I'd rather have Joe Burrow than pretty much anybody. Uh, especially in the AFC North. And, and I mean, there's there's very, very, very few quarterbacks, maybe one or two that maybe you take Joe Burrow or maybe you take over Joe Burrow, but I'm taking Joe Burrow. Like, he is my guy for the next 10 to 15. Well, age, yep. uh, the moxie, mm-hmm. um, everybody says this it factor that it's it's just different with him. And that's why when we talked about it, 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 it goes, but what is he going to do this off season? His first mm-hmm. off season, is he really going to represent that C on his chest as being the captain of the offense? And he, you know, yeah. CBA doesn't limit guys working out together on their own. Is he going to organize that stuff? Are, are mm-hmm. they all going to go down the bayou? Or are they all going to go out to LA? I don't, I don't care where it is. Right. Um. But our, our skilled dudes, they're a Ferrari and let Joe learn how to drive it. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think he knows how to drive it yet. That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that point. And uh, you got to say as much as we've been a little bit critical of Joe Burrow in this podcast today, he's also just done amazing things for us. And, and again, we just not just couldn't give him enough. Love. Him and Jamar Chase are making it cool to be Bengals fans again. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. It's like Car, it's like Carson Ocho. Wait, like when they first started, I agree. They're making it cool to be uh, a Bengals fan. So obviously, I would be remiss, Brad, if we didn't talk quite a bit about the Stripe Squad. I got, I just Let's got go. for you. I, it's just what has been your favorite part about a Stripe Squad member? Because when people ask me what is that like, I, I can go on and on about it because um, I, I love doing it. What, what's been your favorite part? I love visiting tailgates. You you do too. I've <laughs> I've I've met. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Visiting tailgates I, is awesome. I, I I've met some really cool fans, uh, and and more than just the Tony the Tigers and the Bengal Gems and you know uh, Bengals captain and 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 Hupe and 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 all our uh, uh, leaders of the fandom. I guess you can say that they won't say they're more super than anybody else and. That that's a testament to them that um, yeah. they're also humble uh, and welcoming and and wanting to talk to us and wanting us to be recognized too for for what we do with the Stripe Squad. But you, you go to some of those smaller tailgates and they're excited and they've been mm-hmm. season ticket holders for ten years and 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 all this and and they're so receptive to the Stripe Squad because it's something different. Mm-hmm. It is something new for the Bengals and. Anything new with the Bengals is usually a good thing because they right. rarely do new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the tailgates is awesome. Yeah. Um, right before the game, when we do our live shot on stage and we usually get to meet the ruler of the jungle, that has been nothing but awesome. Um, awesome. As a child of the eighties, getting to meet Munoz and Ken Anderson. Are, are you kidding me? Right. Um, right. You, you know, o- Ocho goes without saying is, is Ocho. Um, mm-hmm. That that's fun. But uh, and and lastly, it, it it's the camaraderie that uh, the ones that have stuck it out this far. Uh, I mean, we all genuinely like each other, and oh, we know yeah. 
Awesome. We know our strengths and weaknesses, what we like doing, what we don't like doing. Uh, when it when it comes to things at the game, we we listen to each other. Um, we're respectful to each other, and it it is the inaugural class of the strike squad might be the small will probably be the smallest. Um, yeah, but we also paved the way, and yeah. um, Alex Schweppe, who who organized the whole thing, he's done a great job, and. It, he takes our input, which is fantastic. Yeah, he does. Yeah, our, our supervisor is great. I got a question from the comments from my guy, Russ Blackthorne. He, he's my number one guy. I love Russ. And he hit us with, what is the Stripe Squad? Wow. Brad, I'm going to let you take uh, – uh, Russ, I don't believe, has been to a game this year so yet. Well, so he, that, he probably is sounds like a Russ problem. <laughs> Russ, you got to get to a game, man. Brad, for, they're thirty percent off, and no <laughs> fees on, on Bengals.com. You're, you're welcome, Elizabeth Blackburn. Um, so, so we're we're a group of mostly young people um, that kind of hype, try to hype up the crowd. Uh, goodwill ambassadors for the Bengals outside the outside the stadium. We we help direct people to the Bengals tailgate. He, he lives in Washington. He lives in State. Washington, so that's got it. That's a little tough. It's a little okay, tough. that that's a bit of a drive. Yeah, you know, but Commissioner Yaz is from California, and she's been to three or four games this year. But she also gets. I think she gets sponsored. But I think her uh, and Elizabeth yeah. are friends. Yeah. Um, she gets swag from Elizabeth, which we don't uh, even get. So, no. uh, but no. So we go into sections, try to get people fired up for big plays. Um, big third downs, things of that nature. Um, celebrate with the fans on touchdowns and, and big interceptions, fumbles, um, things like that. Um, we introduced the uh, ruler of the jungle, so we're on stage to get everybody fired mm-hmm. up for for the ruler of the jungle. Then then we go into the crowd and help lead the Hooday cheer um, for for the before the game, which which is awesome, and it's Dang gotten better awesome. every every week. Um, because yeah. the fans are expecting it now. They want to know who the ruler is. You know that they, they get right. fired up. Um, we're on the presentation stage for the whole fourth quarter for live shots to get people fired up for big plays and th- things like that. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it is awesome as hell. Yeah. It, it, it is. Yeah. Russ comments. It sounds awesome as as hell. It, 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 it's it's a lot of fun. They it's they fun. give us uh, the uniform isn't as cheesy as it originally was going to be. No, um, I agree. You know, they they throw some gear at us, and and we we have fun. We yeah, have we fun. do. We have a blast. And, and when you visit tailgates, you might get offered a a, a cold beverage. No comment. Plenty plenty of juice and water, and uh, <laughs> a lot of juice. You know, right? It, we it, just have a good time. It, it, we we do. We have a good time. We we represent the Bengals with 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 class and uh, and. You know, we kind of have a lot of the crap jobs that nobody else wants to do, but uh, it, it's it sure is a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, and also one more thing, just to, just to piggyback off of Brad, we do some things, and I piggyback off of Brad a lot when we're together, um, but we do a lot of things outside of the games, too. We, we, we are in the community. We do a lot of the community stuff, so if you see somebody out there with a Stripe Squad t-shirt, come up to us, say hello, say all that. We, we, we genuinely love it. We really do. We, we do. Brad. 
we we do take photos at games. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll hold the camera, or for some strange reason, people want to get their picture with me at, at games. No, it, <laughs> it's happened more than once. And you're I, famous, I, Brad. Oh yeah. I got one more. I got one more question for you because I get I get a question. This question a lot is is how can I join? And a lot of the a lot of the the how you can join is going to be next year. There will be tryouts, and uh, you'll get notified for it. So just be on the lookout for it. And you may be looking at the two captains of, of, of the next yeah. year squad. So we'll, we'll be evaluating your, your hyping <laughs> skills. You know, we'll see. So Brad, I got one more question for you and I'll let you get out of here. Uh, if you're a young Bengals fan living mm-hmm. in the Cincinnati area, would mm-hmm. you recommend going to on the stripe squad? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Russ wants his picture with you, by the way. All right. Now, when you come to a game, man, you Let's know, pictures. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do pictures or or at the Super Bowl because it's in Los Angeles. That's less of a drive for you. There you um, go. But yeah, back. To I, the- I, I, absolutely. Um, the access you get inside Paul Brown. Um, it will even get better when COVID gets less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a feeling we would have been on the field holding the signs for the most part. Yeah, in, probably instead of up in the up in the stands. Um, the access you get. I mean. I've run into Mike Brown twice. How many have you're two or three times? I've had, yeah, I've had, I've ran into a couple of times. Um, Elizabeth Blackburn. Um, those Mm -hmm. is all by her first name, which is crazy, which which is absurd. Um, Mm -hmm. and I have her email address. I think you do too. We won't share that. Um, Mm -hmm. so I mean, we have that much of connection with, with the decision makers of the Bengals, which is, unbelievable um you know it's just we're, we're we're talking to ocho cinco 10 minutes yeah. before kickoff we're, we're talking to we're laughing with willie anderson 10 minutes before kickoff I, I, i'm telling anthony muñoz fight on sc uh <laughs> you know 15 minutes before kickoff and he's like yeah right on sc you know <laughs> you, you the, the the access you get mm. kenny anderson the the players know of us, at least, I don't know if You're they right. really know who we are because we don't get as much access as you know. Thanks, pandemic, as, <laughs> as we should. Um, but no, the the access it, it's unbelievable. If you want to get in a career in in sports, it it's a great way to start building your resume and more importantly, building your Rolodex because uh, Alex Couch, who was part of overseeing it she moved on to the mls and the houston dynamo for a higher profile position and all of a sudden now josh and i have the contact information with somebody with the houston dynamo if we ever saw fit that we wanted to work in the mls or whatever i'm too old for that shit but (laughs) somebody like josh is um some of the younger kids um you know it's a great way to get your foot in the door are building up a Rolodex and you guys probably don't know what a Rolodex is, uh, but build, building up your contacts to, uh, to, to, you know, follow your dreams and in, in the work in the sports. And it, it's not as time consuming as doing it for the reds where you're doing mm-hmm. it 81 nights out of the year. We're doing it 10 nights, may, may, maybe 11. If we host a playoff game, that's reasonable. Right, yeah. Yeah, and you know, we're we're dying we're dying for a home playoff game. We are we are like oh. we need to so we could go. 
we would have an absolute. And, and it's not because we want. It, it, it's not because we want another game check. That right? No, that, we, we definitely not. It's definitely not going to be for the money. It's it's it, it's for it, it, you know they, they could have saved money and paid us in Bengal swag, and and, and I think Josh and I would have done it. Um, yeah, I don't know about I, I don't know about everybody. I can't speak for all the members that are left on the team, but I know two or three that would would have done it for a signed Joe Burrow jersey. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Or or CJ Uzama jersey. I I, I really don't care. Uh, it would have been cool, but uh, no. Uh, I hope a hundred hundred and fifty people come to tryouts next year. I do too. I as do long too. as my spot's guaranteed. Correct. Correct. As long as we are guaranteed, I want as many people out there as we possibly. Can. Yeah, I want to be holding. I don't want to have to try out again. I want to hold right. a clipboard and, mm-hmm. and and um judge people. I, I do as fun. well. That would be a lot of fun. Well, Brad, I got to say, it is so much fun hanging out with you on Sundays, and I'm so happy you were able to get on here. I appreciate you being flexible with me, and uh, uh, even though I got on late. But, so Brad, thank you so much for hopping on. Yeah, No problem, Josh. It, 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 it is a blast. Um, we do have a lot of fun. Um, the, the, the season with the Stripe Squad wouldn't have been a, wouldn't be as enjoyable if you weren't part of it. So, oh, thank th- thanks for having me. And uh, hey, let, let's win Sunday and, and and start a new winning streak. Absolutely, Brad. Absolutely, same to you. We're gonna go ahead and close this show out. This has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. You head over there to Stripe Hype. Go ahead and uh, click on some blogs by Josh Miller or by Back Row Bengals. Follow me on Twitter at Back Row Bangles. Follow Brad at Hawaiian Bobcat on Twitter if you would love to. Uh, then you'll see us both there on Sunday in our Stripe Hype Squad stuff and uh, our Stripe Squad stuff. And uh, definitely come out, meet us, talk to us, take a picture with us, and uh, offer us, you know, free juice or free cold water, water or, or a soda pop. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, but you'll see us out there. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Josh Miller. Uh, for the Back Row Bengals show brought to you by Fansided.com. Have a good one. I'll talk to you on Wednesday tomorrow to break down the Bearcats' entry into the college football playoff. All right. See you all. Peace.